0: Welcome to Sports Business Secrets. I'm your host, Kevin Tarka. This podcast is specifically designed to share secrets from experts in the sports business world to help you along your own path to success in this industry. Each episode is packed with lessons and insights that never expire. You'll hear from general managers of professional teams, to CEOs of sports tech companies, to agents, coaches, players, and everything in between. I invite you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing players and coaches, traveling the world, and always finding a way to battle through obstacles in this competitive industry. Happy Friday, my friends. Today is one of those solo episodes where I'm just gonna ramble on for a little bit. I had some very late nights and very early mornings in the last two weeks. Uh, pretty much consistently, and almost done wrapping up a few contracts here, which is exciting. But per usual, I found myself doing some reminiscing and my brain going a million miles an hour this morning and just wanted to get all the all the thoughts that were on my mind uh, onto paper and into audio form here. So I have three, uh, let's say, life lessons that translate directly from the sports world into the real world. First one, adjust or get left behind and adjust or, or or pivot are interchangeable here in word form, but adjustments honestly just refers to the fact that things are gonna change in, in, in your life. And there's gonna be variables in the environment that you're in that you cannot control that end up needing to be uh, um, addressed. Otherwise, if you don't address those, if you don't adjust or pivot accordingly, then you will get left behind in both sports And in business and sports, obviously, we'll start with those are easy examples. Let's just say you're playing a basketball game, and after the first half, your team is losing. If you're the coach or the player, you realize that in this particular game, the other team is scoring at will whenever they want when they get the ball inside the paint, but they're also shooting a terrible percentage from three. So. In order for you to win the game and not lose the second half again, you need to make an adjustment. And you decide to shift your defense from man to man to zone so you can pack the paint. And yes, you're going to give up shots, but they've been shooting it bad, uh, you know, really poorly from outside the three, and you want to make it difficult for them to get easy entry passes and easy points, okay? So is this going to work? I don't know, maybe. But if you don't adjust uh, and they continue to do what they're doing, then you don't really give yourself a chance to win, right? You adjust it, you pivoted, and it doesn't just apply to uh, team strategy or or player strategy, right? If you're if you're a guard and you were known as a shooter in the past, but you start to realize that your shooting percentages are, are are average, they're they're okay, but you're maybe a better distributor, and your team wins when you have four more assists more so than when you have a good shooting game. Maybe you shift or you pivot from a pure shooter into a facilitator or a point guard or, uh, you know, a secondary shooter. That's a pivot. And then one last example, um, it it doesn't again, just happen to do with like individual situations. It could be industry. There was at one point, uh, a basketball game without three point shots. Apologies if that makes somebody age themselves or date themselves here, but there was a time. Now what happened and why did it change? Well, players got bigger and stronger and started making shots from farther away. And someone had the idea that it should be worth more points than simply scoring an easy shot or a dunk. The rules adjusted, they changed with the environment. So whether it's uh, strategies or rules, you have to adjust and the same thing goes for business. I'll give you a couple examples here. Nintendo, when you think of Nintendo, what do you think of? Personally, I think of Mario Kart. I think of Nintendo 64. I think of game consoles and and simply just, just video games. Now, in reality, Nintendo started as a card-selling business in the early 1900s in Japan, where they sold handcrafted cards and then they eventually shifted into plastic cards. When Disney started becoming a huge thing, they also put some Disney characters on them. Um, and believe it or not, what I learned recently is that they had little stints, allegedly, in both the taxi service business, and they even tried selling ramen noodles at one point. Yes, Nintendo. Uh, But they eventually found what worked for them, and they pivoted into not doing the other things, but doing the thing that worked correctly and brought them profit, which was creating those consoles and, and, uh, and the famous games that we know today. Donkey Kong, Mario Kart, you name it. In business, it happens all the time. If you don't pivot, then you're completely completely left in the dust, right? If you don't adjust to the outcomes of what's happening, uh, a couple other business ones you probably know of: Instagram, which started as simply an app where you can share the places you checked into, um, but then they realized the main thing people actually cared about were the photos, and so they they shifted, right? They 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 adjusted. Amazon, of course, we all know, started selling books physical books online uh youtube actually this is this is a new one for me that i learned they started as a dating site allegedly the co-founders had this idea where the videos that you would upload you would share a little bit about yourself and then and 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 what you were looking for in a partner and that that was the original idea but clearly that didn't go anywhere and then the one day that one of the co-founders uploaded that infamous video of of him at the zoo which is pretty underwhelming if you haven't seen it still, it's still up there today, but the rest was history. They, they adjusted, they pivoted, right? So the point here is if you don't, if you continue to do the same thing you're doing and circumstances or variables in your environment change and you do not, you're going to get left behind. Number two, people remember how you made them feel. I'm sure you've heard it before. People don't always remember what you said. People don't always remember what you did but people always remember how you made them feel. So if you're a coach and you believe in your players and you make it a priority to let them know that, trust me, they will remember that because it made them feel a certain way. Happened to me. My coaches in high school and college made me feel a certain way. They had that impact on me. My high school coach, Chris Grundy, telling me that he trusted me as a sophomore, um, an incoming sophomore and said, hey, I trust you. You're going to be my starting point guard on varsity. That made me feel confident or, or my college coaching staff telling me that they were proud of the way that i battled every day in practice and and you know was a vocal leader and i was a huge piece of us getting better and a big part of the team now whether that was uh, all true or not whether we needed me to win or not um is is neither here nor there but it made me feel needed it made me feel great if you're a player Do you make your teammate feel like an asshole if he or she misses a shot or turns the ball over? Just think about it for a second. I I remember, I distinctly remember at one point I did, like I used to get upset when a teammate missed a shot or they, or they threw the ball out of bounds or did something that, that was a negative outcome for the team. Um, You know, obviously hindsight's 2020, right? Uh, I adjust and I changed that. and And I like to think now it's a different approach, but there's a huge, huge difference in making a teammate feel, really shitty like that after a bad play um, versus telling them how to improve or what they could do and have that next play uh, mentality. One way makes them feel like shit and it takes away their confidence. And the other way makes them feel like their teammate cares for them, held accountable and makes them want to do better the next time. So that same thing goes for business. If you're in business. And you're a leader, do you remind your colleagues or your employees or people that are at your company how important they are for the the mission of the overall company? If you do, it probably makes someone at least feel encouraged to show up and give it their all. Or do you, on the other end of the spectrum, and any business you're involved with, do you, let's say you're in sales, do you call and email prospective customers five or six times a day annoyingly and say, hey, are you ready to buy? Or, uh, you know, I'm just bumping this up up to the top of your email chain or uh, I'm not sure if you received my last emails but you know are you still interested that probably makes somebody feel annoyed and feel like never speaking to you again and putting you on the spam list right do you tell someone if they did something wrong in a certain type of way like that basketball example right if somebody did something wrong and maybe it turned out bad for the company or you lost a sale do you tell them that they're an idiot and ask why they did that or do you do you support them and say, hey, this is probably what I would have done. Let's, let's do it this better next time. Huge difference. Now, for this one, it's important. I think I need to uh, explain that. It's not like a, hey, everyone wins, yay, let's be nice to everyone all the time thing. That's not what I'm saying. The point is communicate in a way that you are aware of how you are making someone feel, which ultimately affects the outcome of what happens next. So those are the first two and save the best one for last year because it fires me up the most. Um, and this one is someone else cannot want it more than you. I'll say it again. Somebody else cannot want it more than you with whatever you're doing. I I, I don't know why this one fires me up the most. I know I'm wired differently. I I, I have to be to get where I want to go in life. But Sometimes I wish I could just be someone else for a day and, and actually, you know, walk them through the steps. I don't care what sport you're playing. We'll start with the sports one. If you find yourself needing to be reminded to get your ass in the gym or, or put in extra work, or you're only willing to put in some hard work when you feel like it. And, and, and then when you don't feel like it, you're not, if you're, if, if, if the people around you are constantly getting on you for the little things and and have to ask you to do something that, you should have already done. You're not going to go far. Now, for this one, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying we're all perfect. Uh, of course, we all need to kick in the ass sometimes and, and, and a reminder and to be held accountable, some more than others. But if someone else wants something more than you do, then your upside is extremely limited. I'll often have this conversation with with clients or recruits or really anyone that wants to listen. In, in regards to the basketball pro journey and say, look, I, I cannot put the ball in the hoop for you. There's obviously other variables on that path, but I can't score for you. I can't put in the work for you. I can't want it more than you. You have to be willing to sacrifice things that others are not willing to sacrifice. If you want to make it to the highest level, if you want to be a pro and you you only want to be a pro, if you go to a nice city in, in, in Europe, or if you get on a roster in the G league, or if you, Uh, you know, if you only want to be a pro, if you go to a team that has the top-notch facilities, and, and flies to every game on a nice plane, and you only want to be a pro when it's comfortable to be a pro and sexy to be a pro, then you just don't want it bad enough. Now, obviously, when you get to a certain level, you 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 have the leverage to be able to choose those things and filter those things out. But, um, you just generally speaking, if those are your stipulations, then you're not willing to sacrifice enough, in my opinion. And again, as always, this translates directly to business. This is another reason why I believe athletes often, for the most part, have the skill set, the character, and the opportunity to absolutely obliterate the competition in the real world, in the corporate world, in the business world, if athletes put all this together. If you want to make a lot of money being, insert any job, an insurance broker, cool, put in the work. Show up earlier than Frank down the hall does. Uh, Do more due diligence than, than Maria, who has the same position or same title as you. Stay later than the vice president of that company who got the job maybe because they just happen to know the CEO. If you want it more than other people, the results will come eventually. Maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's in five years, but you have to put in the work and want it more than other people in order to get the results. And if you don't, and others need to remind you, and others want it more than you, whether, whether it's people that want you to succeed or people you're competing against, then you're always going to be mediocre. That's it. That's all I got for you. That's my rant. Happy Friday. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow morning because we have another amazing guest episode coming out. Have a good one. Thanks again for listening, my friends. If you enjoyed the episode or if it brought you any value at all, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you share it on social media, make sure you tag me at Kevin Tarka. If there are any topics that you want me to dive into or any guests you'd love for me to have on the show, just shoot me a message and I will do my best to make it happen. Have an amazing day and hope to see you back here soon.